the ODI Cricket World Cup. No ad breaks in play on KO Sports. Download now. Short side, big enough from Warner. Picks up six. Goes down the ground this time. And half a dozen more for David Warner. Uh, 32nd half century for David Warner. That will be back-to-back -back centuries for David Warner. That will be one bounce for a bit of uh, innovation from Maxwell. Oh, that's 24th one day international half century is brought up in sublime style by Glenn Maxwell. So good, so good. Over the head of Buster later for another six. That is brilliant from Maxwell. Oh, yes, sounded good. Plenty good enough over deep mid-wicket. 4-4-6, Maxwell to 89. And again, Glenn Maxwell goes to 100. A second World Cup ton for Glenn Maxwell, his third in ODIs. And on the same ground and the same pitch as Aidan Markram set the record not long ago, Maxwell has obliterated it. He has now picked up the fastest World Cup 100 of all time. Just 40 deliveries. That, of course, is the highlights of Australia beating the Netherlands by 309 runs. No, you didn't hear incorrectly. 309 runs. Mm. That was, if you listen closely there, uh, Sock, you could hear Shane Watson in the background. Yeah. Jeez, he was he's an excited man. He was he was up and about, wasn't he? And why wouldn't you be? Look at these numbers for Glenn Maxwell. 106 off 44 he ended up with. Got out in the last over. Fastest World Cup 100, 40 balls. Fastest ODI 100 by an Australian. Fourth quickest ODI 100 of all time. First 100 by a batter facing their first ball after the 40th over. He backed it up. very specific. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing that a batter can come in in the yeah. 40th over. Yeah. And we're talking about the numbers that are important to win a World Cup. It's it's generally the start and the middle, but he's just shown that at the back end there. And as I said earlier in the program, came in, went a bit of strife. Uh, Australia five down, bumped him up to 399. Ended up being... 309 too many. Uh, Dave Warner, I mean, uh, is the bridesmaid in this story, but 600s now for him in World Cups. He goes past Ricky Ponting uh, as the most hundreds by an Australian. He sits behind Rohit Sharma. Um, there are questions about whether he's Australia's greatest ever ODI batsman. Uh, we know that he's going to give away test cricket at the end of the summer. He's already announced that. How long will he get to keep playing white ball cricket? Um, because he's he's playing uh, phenomenal cricket at the moment. He was well helped, Glenn Maxwell and Dave Warner by Steve Smith and Marnus Lubbershane. Steve Smith making 71, uh, falling to a good catch at backward point off Rulof van der Merwe. Uh, Marnus Lubbershane, 62 of 50. As we also said earlier, he might be making a way for Travis Head. Uh, but the Dutch, look, they'll never really in it, to be honest. Glenn Maxwell, a fantastic run out <laughs> at mid-on direct hit. So he just had... Had a night out. Uh, huge boost for the net run rate. So Australia now sit in fourth with a plus 1.142 net run rate with Pakistan the next best uh, with minus 0.4. So Australia a long way ahead. However, the Aussies missile do have New Zealand and England coming up. So a couple of big games. Um, Can we afford to lose again? Yeah. One I, more? I, yeah. I, you wouldn't want to be losing Again, and I, I, I don't think it matters where you finish in one to four, in, in all honesty. You probably don't want to be coming up against India, so you want to be finished second or third. Uh, and at the moment, South Africa and New Zealand are ahead of us. Um, so, yeah, look, the Aussies, the Aussies are in a good position. There was talk after a couple of games, you know, woe is us in World Cups. The Aussies weren't doing well over in France. 
Um, you know, we'd been pretty disappointing with our first two games, the mm. World Cup, but they've got their mojo back. Uh, everyone on the on the roster, barring Sean Abbott um, and Travis Head, who haven't played, but, you know, it looks like everyone's sort of found a bit of form in some respect. So uh, things are looking good. Go Just along the Aussies. piqued my interest when you said about Dave Warner then. Has, has he said he's retiring from all forms this summer or just test? I, I'm pretty certain it's just test cricket, but I can get back to you. So he's mm. going to announce his retirement at the SCG. Should he play on? Test. In one-day cricket, I think yeah. so, yeah. Absolutely, T20 in one-day cricket. Um, but, you know, might be the end of him at the end of that. So SCG, you're quite right. Missile, Brooksy's helped us out that it is all Yeah, I think three it's all forms. three, yeah. The report mm. a few months ago saying to retire from all three forms of cricket over ne- or internationally uh, after the Windies and Pakistan series yep. in summer. Yep. Which is, I mean, it's amazing, but how old is he? Back in the day, you could, you could, you'd want to play for as long as you possibly could uh, for Australia because it was your main source of income. And, and funnily enough, I was reading today about Greg Chappell, who they're doing a fundraiser with uh, and there's a GoFundMe page for him. It's not that he's fallen upon financial hardship, but he's, he's not living as comfortably as he would like. So they're doing a, a dinner for him uh, and a tribute to write, try and raise money for one of the Australian cricket greats. Because, but you know, back in the day, you know, you know famously much. quoted as saying, mm. what did cricket give you? It may be poor. You know, you play for your country, but you'd have to go and work. Rod Marsh worked as a door-to-door salesman after he finished playing for Australia, then got the job in the academy. So there's not too many stories of past Australian cricketers who've had the riches that these players have today in T20 yep. leagues and retiring so handsomely. So um, it's a different landscape. You can afford to retire a couple of years early and still play cricket all around the world. He's 36, but he'll be 37 tomorrow. So he's heading, yeah, he's probably heading to that stage where fair age, he's got a he? few two to three years left of, yep, of T20 cricket around the world. Big bash, yeah, IPL. Um, you know, good on, good on the likes of that as well to be able to still have the opportunity to be able to do it. Um, and also a shout out to Greg Chappell too, one of the great... Australian cricketers. He does have a GoFundMe page um, that he's looking at raising some money. He does some great things for uh, charities. Uh, he's got the Greg Chapel Foundation, which donates 100% of the proceeds that come in every year to youth homelessness. So uh, he's he's a very good man, and 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 thoughts are with him. And I hope he he raises some some money to you know that he well deserves. Does Dave want to have a big bash side? Uh, yeah, he's usually with the Thunder. Uh, however, as we're seeing, South African legs popping up, UAE legs popping up. You'd love to see Davey Warner come back and play in Australia, but there might be opportunities for him to go and earn money for less time. So they overlap? Yeah. Yep. That's annoying. Yeah. So you you playing in any of those other ones? No, no. Don't get don't get picked up. People who do what I do, uh, you can you can find them on the streets in most other countries, bowling <laughs> slow left arm spin. You know, it's a, it's not a rare commodity. Being able to hit the ball out of the park. Uh, though is and there is yeah UAE 10 over leagues there's T20 leagues in South Africa uh, there's plenty of opportunity um, for a player like David to extend his career could he hang around and go to the Olympics and they, a gold medal potentially would that be a lure get the get the five rings under mm. the rib cage well here's a question for, for you sock growing up wanting to be a cricketer mm. did you ever dream of going to the Olympics no and yeah again it's not it's I I, I know it won't be the case, but I always looked at the Olympics as the pinnacle of a sport. It comes around four years, so take swimming. You'd see the world champs. You'd see the competitions that would come on, and you're like, okay, well, they're building towards, geez, let's hope we have a big mm. Olympics with this swimming group that we've got, mm. you know? Whereas if I looked at the Australians and they just win a World Cup, for instance, or win a T20 and then finish fourth in the Olympics, I'd, it, 
just doesn't resonate. Relevant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question for you, Sock. What are your thoughts on Curtis Patterson being dropped instead of Senga for New South Wales? That's from number N in six eight nine. Yeah. I, look, it's tough on Curtis Patterson, captain last year. Uh, something had to make way and give way uh, in that regard with with the batting performances. You know, fourteen straight games and losing. I think there's a few players in that team who would be, you know, looking over their shoulder, waiting for the tap on the shoulder. Um, they've been disappointing. I, I don't think it'll be the end of uh, Curtis Patterson. I think he'll come back better better than ever. I think a lot of good players, you know, he's 30, around that age, sometimes go through a bit of a lull. Uh, he's got the talent. He scored 100 on debut. Uh, I'm sure he'll be fine. Jason Sanger, on the other hand, look, he's got getting an opportunity, another talented young player, um, but he starts. He does need to start putting performances on the board.